Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ayana on the Block. I'm your host, Ayana Tucker, and this is the podcast where I can be me. And thank you guys for tuning in today. And today our topic is relationships. And I wrote down a few questions I would like to hear about or talk about relationships. And I brought with me today Morgan. Hey, everyone. And Jim. Hello. Relationships. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. So we came about talking about relationships because it's close to Valentine's Day. And we know that Valentine's Day come with a lot of love, relationships, and gifts. So I thought about why not just talking about relationships as the whole topic. So, um, Morgan, what do you think about relationships like, is it important in one's life or you can do without one? Ooh, put me on the spot here. <laughs> um, relationships are something that are going to be an integral part of people's lives regardless of if they want it to be or not. And the reason I say that is a relationship doesn't necessarily have to be with somebody that you're married to or, you, you know, you can have relationships with um, different types of relationships like a friendship or um, a family member. But specifically dating relationships, they are important to people's lives because they completely change their lives. When you start dating somebody, it changes the way that you live and the person that you're going to see more often. Yes, I definitely agree. Um, Especially if you have like a person or something that is like a support system and like motivates you to do more than you thought you can do in life and like guide you in the right direction. So, yeah. And what about you, Jim? Just don't be blinded by the relationship because it's easy. So relationships, yes, I think they are important. I think that, um, that everybody, everybody has somebody out there for them. Uh, they may be hard to find, but they're all out there. Uh, and I think that we all, regardless of how much of an introvert or misanthrope any of us may say that we are, we, we do long for a certain amount of human contact. And we all want to be acknowledged. We want to be appreciated. We want to be adored. I want people to tell me I'm cute. I want people to tell me I'm not too old. You know, it's uh, all that yes, good stuff. All that good stuff. Exactly. You 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 want to have a mutual admiration society. So yeah. To answer that question, yes, I think relationships are important. Mm-hmm. All right. And turning over to my next question, well, it's going to be for you, Jim. So what is your perspective on relationships? Well, all right. Relationships can be tough. They can be, uh, they, they can be as infuriating as they can be infatuating. Here's my two bits worth of free advice. All right. So... In a relationship, if you want to change something about yourself, change it about yourself because you want to change. Mm -hmm. Don't change anything about yourself for someone else. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you have to change for them. They got to go. They ain't the one. one. Um, They... And different relationships happen for different reasons. Somebody may be there to fill a void for a certain amount of time. Somebody may be your soulmate. Uh, somebody, I've heard before that there are three types of love. There's your first love. Mm-hmm. There's the love that you start a family with. Mm-hmm. And there's your last love. And that could be the same person. 
It could be two different people, three different people. Um, and then there's everything else beyond that are lesser versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but find that person that works for you. And when you're a good team, you'll know it. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim, talking about your perspective on relationships, I do agree um, that when you have like a certain person or something, they can make you change for the better or for the good. But like most of the time you shouldn't change because like that's like I think that's when the like a relationship starts to become toxic because it's like controlling who you are as a person. Right. You can change things about yourself, but don't change who you fundamentally are for somebody else. It's mm-hmm. it it it's truly you know, always remember who you are and be content with that. Be satisfied mm-hmm. with that. And if somebody else isn't satisfied with that, they're not worth your time. Yep, I agree. And most of the time with certain relationships, they can um like like you said, if you have a first one, a second one, or a third one, but like each time you can like grow like from the mistakes in the past and like next time you'll be like, Okay, so when I have this person, okay, this gotta go, that gotta go, all that gotta go. And then I gotta figure out what's best for me when it comes down. Like if this person got a red flag, okay, next, next, <laughs> next. So Yeah. Well and you know, People change. They'll change, but you'll change as well. And what you might like it, what I liked at 18 was radically different than what I liked when I was in my early 30s. And what I liked in my early 30s is different than what I like now, uh, generally speaking. But um, so things, things will change. And if you find somebody that they change along with what is complementary to your change. Like I said, I mean, you, you, it's not impossible to strike gold. It's you know, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there, it, it can be work, but there are reasons that people celebrate 50, 70 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's because they, they have found the right person and they know how to work together. Well, one thing I've noticed is you see a lot of um, young people dating and, and finding people to be in relationships with, um, I think that as people start to get older and they're looking for another relationship, maybe after a marriage that didn't work out or something like that, the relationship and um, that you have after something like that and at a more advanced age, it's probably completely different than what you would have in college. <laughs> it can be. And well, and also think about it as as well. Your social structure changes as you as you grow up. And, you know, when so like, you know, y'all, y'all are Gen Zers. So right now you're still more or less in, and I don't mean this in any demeaning way whatsoever. Everybody's, but you're, you're more of a herd, you know, you have your group or your, like a uh, click. Mm-hmm. your click. So yeah, you know, you might be, might be four to a dozen people that you mm-hmm. hang out with regularly, that you're all friends, you know, you're going to go to a concert, you go go to the movie, you know, that whole group or some subset of that group, you're going to be doing things together. That's your, mm-hmm. that's your group. As you get older, it divides. Well, it starts, it starts narrowing down. People start mm-hmm. pairing off a little more and you don't necessarily pair off within the group, mm-hmm. but you know, you start dating somebody. So you're not going to spend your mm-hmm. time with that dozen people as yep. much anymore. You can spend time with that one person and then other couples, generally couples that compliment you you know that Mm y'all all all enjoy hanging out with and then 
as you get a little older and when you go, all right, well, we're going to sort of start our own family, then you sort of isolate yourselves uh, and not in a bad way, not like you lock the doors and close the blinds. You don't <laughs> let anybody else in the world in, but that you're, you're, when you go out, you, you plan it, you know, mm-hmm. it's something you have to schedule because you've got your family now and you have, this is your time. And the other folks, they're, they're outsiders coming into your group, even though they're best friends, you know, that's, and that's sort of how relationships and that's what that just happens through time. I think that's just a natural course of, of humanity that you go from as you're, you growing socially, you go out into the world and you have your, 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 your tribe, your clan, your clique, uh, and it just gets smaller as you, as you narrow your focus into starting your family. I almost wonder if some of that has to do with the career you choose to, because, you know, mm-hmm. at college, like everyone at college is at college. That's what mm-hmm. you got in common. That's why you yeah. keep meeting these people and bumping into them at the doors. He's an engineer, you're a science major, but y'all keep seeing each other because you go into the same place. Mm-hmm. But I feel like once you get a career, um, it kind of breaks up more. Break into, yeah. Yeah. You're kind of in even like, for us. Like uh, we have like certain friends that go to college and stuff, but like half of them, they like, they go to college just to go to college, but like it's no guarantee they know where they want to go in life. So like, if like say um, if you Morgan, they say you want to go to a party or something, and you be like, no, I got some schoolwork today. Then they're gonna be like, oh, Carol, you is lame. You can miss one day <laughs> of schoolwork or something. And then in your brain, it's like, okay, no, I cannot do that because I want to get to this certain career path, and like. I know we're young and stuff, but, like, I I just think it really depends on, like, where a person come from and, like, what is, like, really their vision for their future. Right. I mean, it depends on how dedicated they are to getting mm-hmm. there, too. Cause some people put, like, minimal effort into it or they won't have time to, to, to do other stuff. And some people are really, really focused on something and they're just going to do nothing but solely things to get them to that point. Mm-hmm. And both of those things are okay. I mean, you can get there either way, just different paths. Yep. There's nothing wrong with a different direction because me, most time, um, if you go this direction or opposite direction, it's another door waiting for you to open. So, uh, Regarding yeah. relationships, I do feel like it can shift that path a little bit yep. when you get in a relationship. <laughs> well, I think it just really depends on, like, if you're, like, coming from a place where you're trying to get yourself together and then, like, you meet this person that has, like, all his stuff together and then you're like, okay, um, he trying to move over here. I'm trying to stay over here, but I don't really have much. So if I go with him, I might benefit from living with him. But then at the same time, you're still kind of putting your life on the back burner until, like, eventually, not saying, like, you'll forget, like, what you have in your pathway, but, like, you kind of like drifted to the next pathway because like he's in your vision and like right. now he's trying there. to follow him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to watch out too, because it's easy to get lost in heat of the moment mm-hmm. for lack of a better way to put it. And, you know, a relationship can become a transactional relationship where you go, like you said, you know, you go, oh, I think I'm going to go moving. He, you know, he's got his sort of stuff together and I'm trying to get my stuff together. So you do that because it's a convenience and it may not mm-hmm. be that you really want to spend the rest of your time with this mm-hmm. person. 
It's just that it's like a pit stop. Yeah, and as long as uh, you know, always, just always try to be self aware, and and that will get you far. And we all get lost in the weeds. I've done it myself on more than a dozen occasions. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What do you think about people having relationships in college? Honestly, I really think that depends on the individual itself. Like, like Jim said, you have to be self-aware. So like, honestly, if you feel like you have time for a relationship and do school, and if you have a job on the side, then you can have a relationship. But sometimes, like I said, relationships might try to like, not all people, some people can balance relationships with school, but then sometimes it can get hard because like, this person may have a different like vision of where he want to go and where you want to go. He may not be in college and you're in college and he's like, Oh Lord, you're doing schoolwork again. And then like, um, that might interfere with your relationship because he may feel like, like sometimes people, even though they may not be like insecure, but like in the back of their mind, they're probably wondering what you're doing. So like, if you say you're doing schoolwork, he may not believe that you're doing schoolwork. And then that can interfere with the relationship itself because like, you may be always like, I'm getting a quick little argument because you're not spending as much time as he wants you to. But then like, if that person is really for you, he will like understand that you have to do your schoolwork and stuff because that's where you want to go in life. So like if that person is really for you, he or she will stay where you want to be. And even if you don't have to be in relationship right then and there, like if it's not working out right now and he comes back in the future, then maybe that can work out. But like, honestly, if the person is messing up your lifestyle and your vision for the future, then I don't think the relationship is best. But I mean, like, college time is supposed to be fun time. So, like, if you want to have an experience over there, over there, over there, you do it. You do whatever floats your boat, and that's the best. But I know for me, um, when I think about relationships, honestly, I don't feel like I could be, like, ultimately committed to a person as of right now when it comes down to, like, my lifestyle and stuff. Like, I feel like I have, like, this strong vision for my future. And, like, if you don't, like, want to, like, you don't have to adapt to my change because I really don't care. But, like, <laughs> if you, like, stick beside me and be like, okay, I see where you want to go in life. And Supportive. I can support you. And then if something happens in the future, then, yeah. But, like, if you be like, well, you got too much schoolwork and work and this and that. Okay, kick rocks. Yeah, I I think that's where it kind of crosses the line, too, because, you know, I think dating in college, there's nothing wrong with it. And some people, you know, they find um, the person they're going to be with the mm -hmm. rest of their life. And and yeah, I I feel like that's honestly cute when you see like people going to the same college with the same major and stuff and they do what they do. But like when it comes down to like you having like a different pathway, it kind of interfere with the relationship. But it could work out possibly. Yeah, sometimes it works out, but, you know, like you were saying, if you are in college and you're in any sort of relationship where they're like, hey, skip out on that test, come hang out with me, let's go watch a movie, like mm-hmm. we were talking about in the other podcasts, them boys taking girls to movies, like it's the only yeah, thing they can they, think that's of. That's the only thing, their brain went dry. <laughs> it went completely dry. Okay, a movie theater and popcorn and Slurpee. Okay, that works out. Um, And maybe even bring her some chocolate so we can go to Dollar Tree right quick and just... <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to pay the expensive stuff in the movies. But, yeah, I think that's when it becomes, like, it's something that you maybe shouldn't have a relationship in college if it's going to um, 
completely ruin mm-hmm. your path, your path. And where you're trying to go. Well, you should never have a relationship if it's going to completely ruin the yeah, path yeah, that you're yeah. on. True, true. But it, 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 again, it comes down to being who the person self, is. Well, who who the person is, but being self aware enough of knowing what you want. Mm-hmm. There's there's no wrong answer when you are when you are you know making your decisions for yourself yep. you know, for your own Correct. life now painting with a broad brush that's you know <laughs> self-harm is not a good right answer but you know what i'm talking about in general um so if you should never be embarrassed if you're like i'm not looking for a relationship right now because i'm in school all right yeah there's nothing wrong with that anybody that says that looks at you scant wise because you're not in a relationship. You're not dating anybody because you're focused on your school. You Tell know. them you're chilling like yeah, a t- villain. <laughs> um, and by the same token, you know, if you if you start, if you're dating while you're in college, if you get into a serious or semi-serious relationship while you're in college, again, there's nothing wrong with that as yeah, long as your priorities is set in place. are set in place. And if, and if your priority is I'm getting through college, then that relationship You've got to find the way to balance it, yeah, balance to, it to the level that you are. If your main goal is getting out of college, that relationship is necessarily going to take second place to that mm-hmm. at best. Mm-hmm. Um, if your goal is they can stay to, as friends, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, there's so from my experience, I was married my freshman year in college, my first semester in college, I got married, and it was tough. It was uh, that marriage ended up in a divorce a few years later, but it was in the heat of the moment. But it was it was it was tough. You you can't devote. I couldn't devote everything that was needed to go into a marriage, you know, especially a marriage, much less a serious relationship. When I'm trying to immerse myself and in my major, know who you are, and mm-hmm. exactly, and um, but. The flip side of that is my oldest daughter. She met her husband in college. I think they dated the last two years in college. And they got married a couple of years after they got out of college. They going strong. So, you know, it's it's finding that person that compliments you. Exactly. And and if if the right relationship will help Fill out your world. They won't conflict with your world. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So yeah. So it can be beneficial to like a college student because like at that age, it comes to a question: Where do I think about relationships? Like, okay, so like, what age? Like, do I start to have a family? Like, when do like I get a serious relationship and sit down? Like, that's where it comes down when you're a college student. Like, okay, so after I get this degree. Okay, do I take the next steps or still do I wait a little longer because I got to get this next degree? Hey, sometimes everything just sneaks up on you. I mean, you never know when you're going to meet that person that it's just going to click, mm-hmm. you know, and be uh, like Cupid or doves flying around. Right, right. You just you just never know. And you you, you can't. Can't fit try into not, a plan. Well, and try not to keep your mind closed to any possibility in life. Mm-hmm. You know, fi- make sure you stick with your goals. Those because there's a reason we set goals is to achieve those goals. Um, but you, life is constant. You're constantly making adjustments. That path is 
never a straight path through life. It is twists and turns. And sometimes you've got your left foot in front of your right foot. Sometimes you have your feet tangled against each other. Sometimes you're falling flat on your face or trying to skip, <laughs> you know, trying to just drag your rear end along the path, to, you know, to keep moving forward. But, uh, you know, it all, it all works out and, and relationships are a part of that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a part of life. And Morgan, I have a question for you. So... Okay, we know about the Generation Z, but, like, um, for what have we seen, like, why do you think most of Generation Z um, students or people in general um, feel like it's, a, like, a necessity to have, like, a relationship at this time? Um, I, I have noticed a lot of people want to be in relationships um, that are of Gen Z, but I don't know that that wasn't true for all the other relationships. Um, mm-hmm. um, what's it called? Relationships? Gen edit. Generations. <laughs> Other generations, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if that's something exclusively a Gen Z thing, but mm-hmm. I think that from, like you were saying in an earlier podcast, from like middle school to high school onward, people talk about relationships, so it's something that's kind of on people's minds. And mm-hmm. I think during the quarantine, too, people had time to kind of self-reflect and figure out who mm-hmm. they were, and they had this time to step away from work and other things that were overwhelming them, and they thought, hey, I think I know who I am now, and I think I know what I want, the kind of person that I want in life that I want. And they decided, I've got some free time. Let's see if I can find somebody. Mm-hmm. And there's actually been a lot of um, dating scams that people are taking people's money, especially around Valentine's Day, and they're saying it's something like you're dating um, a guy that's like a person in the Army, and it wasn't. they weren't really dating them at all. They were just sending the money to a person that wasn't really dating them. They mm. were just saying they were... So there's a lot of scams that happen during quarantine time. <laughs> yep, I definitely agree. And sometimes I feel like not everyone looks for a relationship, or and then some people want to be chilling like a villain. But like I know, like from the certain friends, like we're here from, we're like they're like, yeah, I don't know, but I know they say like it's someone out there for everyone. But I'm seeming not to find my Mrs. or Mrs. Right. And I be looking like, it's okay, you have time. But then, like, then I reflect on it, and it's like, okay, I don't know if I said the right thing, but they do have time. But, like, I don't know if it was, like, COVID or before COVID. Like, they just feel like it's a time schedule or time crunch, like, on their life or something. And they just got to, like, speed it up a little bit. But, like, I do feel like um, when it's the right time, is the right time, like Jim said. Yeah. Well, I actually, as... For you Gen Zers, I have a question. How much, because, you know, Gen Z, you've been brought up with devices for all, as long as you can remember. Mm-hmm. And the the ease of communication through text messaging, mm-hmm. through whatever chat apps, you know, messengers, whatever, um, you know, that because it's uh, so much conversation happens through electronics and it's happened that way for the majority of your, your life uh, through social media or whatever, do you, have you, and you may not even notice this, so it may be a question you can't answer. Do you feel a certain disconnect to, you know, cause I was talking about how you have your group. Mm-hmm. Well, if your group is a majority of online people that may be as far away as halfway across the country, but you have a common interest that you're, so you're all in the same chat group or whatever. 
if there's that sort of lack of of face-to-face contact that might make it in or does it would it make it do you feel like it makes it more difficult to interact with somebody on a from going into a relationship if you're looking for a relationship or less more difficult to spot somebody that may be making an overture towards a relationship Mm -hmm. yes i do think it makes it more difficult and Mm -hmm. i'll tell you why because there's a lot of guys out there that their picture has six pack abs and they Mm -hmm. do not they do not (laughs) yeah that 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 is catfish right there yeah yeah so I tend not to trust people as much when mm-hmm. it's like over the, the over the internet or and it's like or that scam stuff over. like you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes you think, okay, so like if she knew that he wasn't willing to get on Facetime or anything, but he keep coming up with these stories to send him money, but they in love. Now, what was really going on? Like what was really going on in your brain? But like I don't know. But like for me, I feel like. Okay, com- communication is key, but I feel like just because you talk and text over the phone doesn't mean you can't have like that interaction in person because that mm-hmm. interaction in person is um like is needed. Like for us, like with the school, even though we're online, we still feel like we needs to like go back into like the school classroom setting because like we don't have that engagement like we used to. So like if you're in a relationship, honestly, let's be honest here. If you distance from a person i'm in virginia you in texas we talk over the phone you don't know what i'm doing when i'm not on the phone with you so like you is no guarantee that that person is really committed to you unless you like say if you know that person for a long time and like you communicate with that person each and every day and like eventually when you do see them it may change or something but like i really think that just because you're on the phone and talking all the time doesn't mean like that makes the relationship because you have to have like some type of in-person contact. Right. Right. No, I totally agree with that. And then the other thing is too, even if you got them to confirm what they look like and you know, um, that they're a real person and not a robot or something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you get them on a zoom call or something and talk to them. I know that sometimes the personality that I can have through my text messages and mm-hmm. even sometimes it's totally, I'll, different totally different from mm-hmm. on over yeah. the phone. You'd be like, who am I talking to? Yeah. And I mean, it's not that I'm lying about my personality or any, anything. It's just that it's just a little bit different. It just over switches. Yeah, sure. It's just a little bit different. Yeah. You it's, talk differently when you text than you do mm-hmm. when you're having this conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And then maybe in text messages, the person may not be as nervous as when they're looking at you over the zoom or the FaceTime. Right. So like it really depends. And then, Eventually, the person will get closer to you by, like, actually seeing you in person or something. But I think even though we have technology, like, I know most people be, like, they got, like, phone stuff. But that technology kills me. Because, um, you know how you had them people coming up there, your friend be like, okay, girl, so he broke up with me over a tech. He didn't have the audacity to come in person, but he broke with you over a text. Now, that's when technology becomes, like, a little issue because it's, like, I don't know. But I guess um, it's a win-win because you don't have to hear no fussing or nothing. So <laughs> Easy way out of a fight. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I see, I'm a uh, – COVID notwithstanding, COVID has changed everything. So the past mm-hmm. year has been everybody just trying to – adjust and 
survive. maintain and survive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I think honestly, and, people have been doing good. Yeah, yeah. And the future, you know, is there's there's going to be evolutions that happen because of COVID. No way communication happens, everything like that. But I am a pretty strong believer that an online relationship is not a relationship. You know, you can have a friendship and you can have a a comradeship, but until you spend time together, a significant amount of time Mm. together, not a weekend, you know, (laughs) at at halfway between Virginia and Texas or whatever, Mm. um, that, again, you're only you're only presenting a portion, a small portion of yourself through whether even if you're doing FaceTime or whatever video app or whatever, Zoom Mm. or you know, you're only, right. you're, you're not getting the whole person yeah. and as easy it is as it is to get infatuated and to think that, Hey, they are really a catch. They may be, but you still <laughs> need to make sure in, in another, yeah. In another, mm-hmm. in a real context. I yeah, think, so. um, Oh, you go Morgan. Oh no, it's okay. What you have to say. Oh, well I was saying, I think the in-person contact, like, helps you actually grow with the individual because like over the phone you're not really like growing you're just like talking but like in person like you can actually understand their body language or their face expression and different things about them but like over a text you can't see their face expression they may send an emoji but there's no guarantee that emoji they really laughing like <laughs> yeah yeah for sure I mean, to kind of add to what Jim was saying, too, um, you should definitely see somebody in person Mm -hmm. before you decide to go into a long-term relationship with them. Sure, absolutely. But I also think it's just as important the way that you decide to meet that person. If Mm -hmm. Yes, go out on your your date with a candlelit dinner and, Mm -hmm. you know, do stuff like that, but... If the only time you're seeing that person is when you're going on a vacation, you're seeing them at their best. You mm-hmm. need to see how sure. they act in a supermarket, Costco, yeah. <laughs> under pressure, how they're going to act the rest yeah. of your life. You need to see them person. at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, you're just not going to see them at that specific date and time. Yeah, because... I mean, how do they treat the the mm-hmm. other customers? How mm-hmm. do they treat the people um Do they the got desk? manners? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because just because you're going on a date that person, you don't know how they act throughout the week. So, like, eventually I feel like that in-person contact help you to, like, grow more and engage more with that person. And eventually you be like, okay, I think this person may be for me. But, like, if you're on that phone and you talk to them sometime and you're far away, that's not, not necessarily is no relationship. But technically there's nothing there. But, <laughs> I mean, it can be because some people can be really graceful. And- it can be. But it's trial and error. I mean, don't – don't – don't go looking for the perfect relationship. It'll find you. Yeah, it will find you. Know? you. And just make sure that you are conscious enough to keep out of a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. So actually, I have, all right, I have another question for the Gen Zers uh, because this is, you know, you, your base is, is relationship because of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. How important is Valentine's Day to you two? Is it a big deal? Is it something that you feel like you're missing out on because you're not in a relationship right now? Or if you are in a relationship right oh, now, Jim, that's where it hurts. Well, but I mean, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's as, as I've gotten older, I get more jaded and, you know, Valentine's day is not a, a big deal to me. And mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if, cause we've talked about in other podcasts in the generation XYZ podcast, the differences on, uh, other holidays, how we experienced them growing up. 
so I don't know if, if Valentine's Day is as much of a a uh like a big manager. Yeah, if it's yeah. a big deal, if it's if yeah. it's if it's you know if you if you feel like you're missing out if you're mm-hmm. not in a relationship over honestly, I don't feel like you're missing out because eventually you'll get to that time period in your life. So like, it's no rush. If you don't have a person right now, then okay, you're just gonna continue to be self aware and get your own self some chocolate. But most likely, <laughs> if you have some families or something, they might get you some chocolate or something because you're special to them. But I like I said in the other podcast, I don't think it necessarily have to be Valentine's Day to like get a gift or something from somebody. So like I like Valentine's Day or whatever, but like I feel like um when it comes down to Valentine's Day, it's not like I'm looking forward to it. And I feel like even if I like was like in a relationship relationship, I feel like I wouldn't be like looking forward to it either cuz like I, like it's nice and all, but like I feel like it just to get some more cash out of people. <laughs> Um, I don't think too much about Valentine's Day. It's not super important to me. Like Anna was saying, it's not like Christmas or Thanksgiving where, you know, it's a big holiday, mm-hmm. lots of family coming over. Um, it's more of something that I just kind of enjoy on my own or with my, my close family. We might buy each other chocolate or something. I don't necessarily know if I feel like I'm missing out or not. I mean, when you asked the question, right. I was immediately like, oh, my gosh, am I missing out? <laughs> <laughs> but But now I'm sitting here right. thinking about it a little bit. I would just experience it differently if I was in a relationship. Sure. I don't know if I'm and necessarily missing out. I don't, I don't think we're missing out on much. I mean, we may be missing out on, like, the pretty pictures and, like, couples and flowers and people, like, going to a hotel room, decorating a room or whatever. But, like, you see that on TV. But, like, I think it just really depends on the person. And as they grow, they may, like, actually, like... Maybe one day we might be like, okay, I said that back then, but now I'm like, okay, I like this holiday. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it probably will be like more in depth if we have like like a committed relationship. But since our mind is not really like on a committed relationship, we may not take part in Valentine's Day right now, and it would just might be just be us with some chocolate or ice cream or doing schoolwork. So like, especially what is Valentine's Day on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's an odd day, anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I know so it's, it's college students. It really just feels like you know, Happy Valentine's Day to me, and you're eating your chocolate and doing yeah. your exam at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, or they may have like a cute little Valentine party or something like before mm-hmm. COVID or something. But that's about it. You get your little cookies with your little sprinkles and cupcakes, and be like, Okay, Happy Valentine's Day, guys. And you want to wear your red and pink and make you look cute. You might get a hot date while you go in the red lobster or Gordon Corral or something. But, yeah. Oh, I got a question for you, Jim. Uh-oh. So, do you think it's a necessity, to like, as a couple to, like, actually celebrate Valentine's Day? Or you might forget Valentine's Day. Put me on the spot, aren't you? Well, I had the question. I, I, mm, Threw him under the bus. I know, right? This is this is this is Jim. Love him or hate him. There's uh, <laughs> really only I, one right no, answer to I, that, right? I, yeah, really. Um, I have never been a real big on Valentine's Day. Uh, it's it's never been that important to me. Uh, if it is important to mm-hmm. my partner. Mm-hmm. Then I will try to make it important or, you know, I'll, I will make the effort because if it's important to them, mm-hmm. I want them to be happy. Just like, you know, if, if 
if Thanksgiving is their favorite holiday over Christmas or uh, Halloween, then I want to try to give them the best Thanksgiving that, mm-hmm. you know, that they can. And, uh, but for me, Valentine's day is just not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's nothing like the Turkey on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it, cause I, I can eat chocolate any day of the year. Yeah. Like I said, you get some chocolate any day. Like, yeah, I think it just really depends on how Valentine's Day has got boosted over the time period. But, like, I don't think it would die down. It's going to keep being a holiday because it keeps spending some cash and people keep posting videos and all this. And (laughs) this is the love of my life right here. But, yeah. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in to Ayana from the Block. And thank you, Morgan and Jim, for coming on Ayana from the Block. Hey. Thanks for having me. All right. And see you next time on Ayana on the Block.